Good day, everyone. Welcome to your self-help quest. I'm your host, Joshua Melissus, and joining me today is Lauren Mercer, who is the president of the of the Kindness Commission at Missouri State University. Lauren, thank you so much for being here. No problem. Thank you for having me. So, what is the Kindness Commission, and what are the goals of your organization? Great question. So, the Kindness Commission. Our whole goal is just to make somebody's day a little bit better. Um, we do lots of little events around campus, like um, like we've done like compliments on the ground, like chalk, and um, hand out compliments with post-it notes, hand out free lemonade whenever it gets hot, hot chocolate once it gets cold, which is starting to feel like now. <laughs> um, so yeah, we just want to do something that makes somebody smile, makes their day just even a little bit better. Yeah, when you hand them out, is that like like um, like outside of the, the PSU or, or anything yeah? Like that? So um, kind of depends on like where we think we'll hit the most people. So sometimes we've done some like outside of the library, like kind of between the library and the fountain. We've done some inside the PSU, especially on really rainy or drab days. Um, we've done some outside the PSU. We've done some in Bearfest Village, which is like that stretch between Carrington and Strong. Um, so yeah, a little bit of everywhere. <laughs> um, when does the Kindness Commission usually meet? Oh, so we meet every other Monday at seven um, in PSU can't think of the room number off the top of my head <laughs> um but let's see our last meeting was this past monday so we'll meet in not next monday but the monday after <laughs> so what, what kind of things do you talk about is it just mostly like um planning like like what are you going to do next or yeah so a lot of what we do at our meetings is um we kind of leave the floor open to give people room to talk about their ideas or their experiences about what they'd like to see things we've done in the past that they really enjoyed or if they have an idea they want to share um things like that and we also leave room open for people who are a part of different organizations um, to come in to talk about stuff that their own organizations are doing, you know, kind of spread the news a little bit. Um, our big thing is we kind of want to make like a little community of people who feel like they can talk with each other about whatever they want to. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about what events we want to do in the past, things we like, or what events we want to do in the future, things we liked in the past. Yeah, just a little bit of everything. But most of our meetings are event planning or doing things that we'll need for the next event. So for example, something I mentioned earlier was like handing out compliments. Um, so at one of our meetings, we went through, got like a bunch of packets of post-it notes and just handed them around and spent like 30 minutes just writing compliments on post-it notes. And then um, later in the week, we went around and handed them out. So yeah. What, uh, what kind of events do you do? We do basically anything that we think will make someone smile. Um, so one of the biggest ones that we've had like the best turnout for is handing out compliments. So we take like peppermints or like the, the mint lifesavers um, and we put like little pieces of paper on them that say like, you're gonna do great or your hair looks amazing today or I love your smile, which doesn't work as much now with the masks, but, um, and we hand those out to people just as, like I said, as they go by the library or the PSU and that always seems, you know, a little piece of candy always yeah. makes somebody smile along with the compliment. So that's one of the really big ones we do, but yeah. I love that. It's a really great idea. Thank you. <laughs> um, so would you consider yourself to be a kind person? I think I am. Of course, I think everyone could stand to be a little more kind, open themselves up a little bit more. Um, but I like to think of myself as generally kind. <laughs> what uh, what random acts of kindness do you do every day? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so something that I try to do every day is I try to compliment two different people. I try to do one that I have in my classes or a professor, something academic. 
And then something like somebody that I just ran into. I try to compliment two people every day. Normally I end up doing more because people in Missouri State have some of the best fashion sense I've ever seen. I come from a small town where everyone is very like jeans and cowboy boots. And while that is really like, that can look really nice, it's cool to come to Missouri State and see all the cool different fashion people have. And so it's like, I love the feeling of being able to go up to someone and be like, I just love your outfit. And like, you can tell that it makes they, their day a little better. And it makes me feel a little better too, to know that, you know, I made someone smile. So that's one thing that I try to do every single day. So why do you think it's, it's important to be kind? I think it's important to be kind because especially in the context of like being a student on campus, um, you're going to see these people a lot. And that's not going to be true for the entirety of campus. We have like 28,000 students on the Missouri State campus which is a lot of students, <laughs> um, but you know, like the people in your classrooms or the people in your organizations, the people that you do run into more than, you know, once every couple months, it's important to be kind to them because that's how you build a community. That's how you make friends and surround yourself with people that you like. You be kind and you share your interests. And I think that there's a certain kindness in exposing yourself to somebody and saying like, this is something I enjoy. Do you like it too? Or I don't really care for this. What do you think? I think that there's a kindness in kind of letting yourself be a little more open. And I, I think it's a great way to build your own community is just being kind to people that you think are cool and hoping yeah. that, you know, that they'll like you too. Do you think that like you can improve your own well-being by spreading kindness to others? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I didn't join the Kindness Commission my very first semester on campus. As a matter of fact, I didn't join anything my first semester on campus just because it was my first semester from campus, I'm four hours from home, I was overwhelmed. But I noticed a very, whatever the opposite of subtle is, what, what would be a good word there? <laughs> uh, like on the nose or on the nose or something yeah, like, like that? Yeah, like a very noticeable like, yeah. major shift in how I felt after joining the Kindness Commission. I felt like I'm making a difference. I'm, you know, interacting with my community. And I think that that's great. And I think that being kind is super important. Yeah. Actually, just to backtrack, um, how long, because I think the Kindness Commission, it's a rel relatively new organization, right? Yeah, especially in comparison to some of the older ones, like uh, Student Government Association or, you know, this or that. Um, we've been around since 27, like the, the year of 27, 2018. Yeah. 2017. 2018 trying to talk too fast <laughs> um so yeah we are a little newer about five-ish years old now um but yeah we still you know we're a smaller organization especially because we're a little newer compared to some of the other organizations um but you know even small organizations can make a difference on a big campus all right so i guess like kindness is kind of something that like i kind of struggle with especially like if I'm in a bad mood. And I'm just wondering, um, how can we be kind when you know we're kind of dealing with our own things, like when we're in a bad mood? That's a great question. And that's something that I've also had to kind of ask myself lately. You know, like it's been hard lately. The last couple years yeah. <laughs> have been a struggle. And you know, you kind of have to sit down with yourself and be like, what can I do to make this better? And if it's nothing, if it's completely out of your control, and there are situations where that happens, you kind of have to be kind to yourself and just kind of let that go. And I think that that's something that I know I for sure struggle with still is being kind to myself 
and letting things go. Because it's great to go out and, and hand out compliments and hand out lemonade and to be kind to others. But it has to start here. Yeah. It has to start with yourself, with being understanding with yourself. A lot of kindness comes from understanding, you know. To be kind to someone, you have to understand what they're going through and what they need. So you kind of have to focus on that for yourself, too. What do I need? What am I going through? How can I be kind to myself? So you kind of have to start here in your own heart and in your own mind. And once you've kind of sat down, and and this might take a while, you know, it's something I'm still working through. Um, Once you kind of feel like you have that ball rolling and you feel like you can actively work on being kind to yourself, then I feel like that's something that will extend off of you into your community, your friends, loved ones. Um, So to answer your question, instead of rambling on, um, I think you definitely have to start with yourself. Be kind to yourself and then let it radiate off of you once you're ready. Yeah, because I I really resonate with that because I kind of struggle with being kind to myself, so. Um, But yeah, being being kind to yourself is is very important. Because without it, then you have you know, poor mental health, of course. And yeah, the way to improve that is is learning to love yourself. Exactly. I agree. So I guess, how can you show kindness to someone who is being unkind to others? Because it can be very hard to be kind to assholes. <laughs> For sure. That's a great way to put it. Um, you're right. It can be difficult. But kind of with the same thing, like I said, you have to kind of put yourself in their shoes a little bit. Even if you don't know what somebody's going through, even if you have no idea, like you're just around this person, you're like, wow, they're being kind of mean, kind of rude right now. You have to kind of think like, there's probably something going on in their life that I don't know about. And it can be difficult to kind of train yourself to have this thought process, but when you see someone being mean, instead of being like, wow, like that's so rude, like why would they be acting like that? Eventually you can kind of work towards being like, that is like that behavior is not great but what do they need right now is it for me to be judgmental is it for me to almost encourage that behavior by mentioning it like or do they need somebody to step up and be kind to them regardless of their actions so i think you know and there's a limit to that of course like if they're being like really mean and really rude to people you can also be kind to the people they're being mean to by standing up for them So I think you kind of just have to draw that line. Is it, is it somebody who's snapping and like being a little inconsiderate and you can tell that something's wrong? Then you can be kind to them and reach out to them and realize that maybe being kind to them, maybe being a friend to them is something that they need and maybe they'll open up to you. Yeah. Now I know why like Sponge, at SpongeBob tries to be kind to Squidward all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. I think he, he knows that Squidward is kind of like, you know, down in the dumps mm-hmm. like all the time and he tries to he tries to um have his positivity i guess radiate to squidward exactly so, yeah. <laughs> then that's uh, you know that's a great cart- cartoon of course for for learning kindness and empathy oh so, for sure i yeah. agree i guess in what ways is kindness like a healing process for some people so there's kind of in my head there's kind of like two aspects to this there's emitting kindness and also receiving it Um, so for like emitting kindness, like there's definitely a a part of me, you know, um, 
maybe it's small, sometimes it's big, but there's always a part of me that feels good when I make someone else smile. There's always a part of me that feels good when I can give someone a compliment and tell that they like enjoyed it, tell that it made their day like even just a little bit better. And I think that feeling feeling the love that you're giving, like being bounced back to you by somebody's joy, I think that's a great way to heal, you know? Especially like you said earlier, when you're feeling unhappy and you're feeling like upset and unkind, it's great to know that somebody appreciates you, even if it's just for one compliment that you give to a stranger and they're like, wow, thank you so much, you know? I think it's a great way to kind of like make yourself feel a little bit better is by making others feel better, especially if it's the people close to you you know, your best friend, your roommate, you know, so on and so forth. If they start to feel good, that'll radiate back to you, especially the more time you spend with them, I think. And then, of course, I mean, everyone loves getting compliments. I know I do for sure. Um, So it's always nice to receive kindness, especially when times are going a little hard and, you know, maybe you need a little extra kindness. It's always nice to receive that and know that even for a minute, somebody was thinking about you. Somebody has something nice to say to and about you. And that's a great feeling too. So I guess like based off of that, would you say that kindness can really help people who struggle with um, stress, anxiety, and depression? Oh, absolutely. Like I said earlier, I feel like a big big part of kindness is understanding. So I feel like, you know, somebody taking the time to kind of understand what you're going through and then being kind and maybe even helping you out a little bit, I think that's a big help. I know, like, especially over the pandemic, once we got sent home, I was very anxious and very stressed, and it was hard, you know? I was taking 17 credit hours, now completely online, in a house with not very good Wi-Fi. (laughs) Um, And it was really helpful for people to be like, hey, I have better Wi-Fi than you, why don't you come over and work here for a little bit? Or, hey, I brought you, like, my boyfriend brought me a coffee cake, like a very large coffee cake. Um, And he's like, I know you've been skipping breakfast to do homework, so here, take this. And gave me this big coffee cake. I can't express how big this coffee cake was. Like, I don't... (laughs) And it was helpful because then I could just go cut myself a piece of coffee cake and eat while I'm doing my homework. I didn't have to prepare anything. But I was, like, ready to go for the day because I had eaten breakfast. So I think definitely, like having people understand what you're going through, at least a little bit, you know, nobody completely understands another person or their situation. So having somebody at least a little bit understand what you're going through and lend a helping hand, I don't know. I think that that's definitely a great way to start to feel better, start to be able to open up about what you're going through, which is a cycle, you know, the more you open up about what you're going through, the more people understand and the more they can help you. So I don't know. I feel like taking that first step of being like, hey, this is something I'm going through, like, even just saying that, people will start to help. People will chip in. At least that's my experience. What can we do to make others feel included? Like um, if they kind of suffer from low self-esteem or anything like that, like what, what can we do to, to help those people? Something that we on the exec board of Kind Co. really try to do is to make sure that we are branching out in a lot of different directions at once. So we're not always going down the same path, hitting the same people. You know, we go to different locations on campus. We do different events. Some of them are food themed, some of them aren't. Some of them are like compliments, some of them aren't. We never do anything that's gendered. It's like we don't, like we don't be like, hey girls, here's a compliment. Like we make sure we give it to boys and girls and people not on the binary spectrum, you know. 
whoever, we make sure that we branch out as far as we can. And I think that's something that we can take on a personal basis too, is like, you know, for me, like giving a compliment, two compliments every day. At first I found myself complimenting, you know, girls who were similar to my age. Cause that's, you know, that's my demographic. All right. So I think that, you know, once I realized I was doing that, I was able to branch out and start, you know, complimenting boys who have cool outfits or who have, like, nice headphones. That's something I notice a lot is a lot of people have cool headphones. That's not relevant, though. <laughs> um, so I definitely think that being aware of who your audience is and trying to actively expand that audience um, is definitely important because, you know, it, it's nice to compliment people. But you don't want to do the same people over and over again because, you know, there's people then that you're not complimenting, people you're not reaching out to. So I think just trying to be aware of almost like who your normal audience is and then actively working on researching like, okay, what does this kind of demographic want? You know, including those people in the organization and in, and in event ideas. So I guess just being actively aware. And how can we be mindful of others? Again, I know I've said this a lot already, (laughs) a little bit redundant maybe, but I feel like it definitely starts with yourself, being aware of kind of like the things that you need and kind of like your situations, because then you can be like, okay, I see that person is kind of in a situation the same I was like a year ago or two years ago. I remember what I needed then. I wonder if they need it now. And then you can go up and be like, hey, I've been in this similar situation and I kind of needed this. What do you need? Is that something you need to... So I feel like kind of being aware of your own experiences and then also talking to others about theirs. So like, I'm a girl. I know nothing about boy experiences besides what I've talked to, you know, with my significant other or with my male friends. Um, And so even like, like if you're having an issue and I don't feel qualified, I can send one of my guy friends who has had the same issue to kind of talk to you about it, you know? So I feel like kind of, Knowing the situations that you can talk about and then having resources to kind of expand your horizons almost to learn about new experiences and to kind of like almost refer people to others who have been in that similar situation, I think it's important. So, yeah. I guess um, because I was thinking about uh, while you were saying that, is there like a, I mean, it's, it's definitely like important to be kind, but is there like at a certain point, like a boundary or anything like that? Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, we do our best, and I do my best personally, to be kind to everyone and to be understanding to everyone. But there comes a point, kind of like I mentioned earlier, where if someone is being so unkind to the point where they are hurting others, it's no longer kind to go up to the person hurting, like to go to the person hurting others and try to be kind to them. Because by being kind to the person who's hurting others, you're not being kind to the person they're hurting. Does that make sense? Yeah. So at a certain point, you have to realize like, okay, who really needs my help right now? Like, yes, they're being unkind, but this person is being actively hurt by their actions. So I think you kind of have to be aware of like boundaries almost of like, okay, this is no longer okay. Like this behavior has gone past you're upset and you're in a bad situation. You are now being like abusive and hurtful and just like not no longer to the point to where you can justify that behavior. 
you kind of have to stand up for those who are being hurt, those who are, you know, on the short end of the stick, basically. So there's definitely boundaries. Um, and I think that you can still try to be kind to everyone, but at a certain point, kindness to everyone is kind of, you kind of have to pick and choose your battles sometimes. And I think that being kind to those who are being hurt is more important to being kind to those who are doing the hurting. I don't have this as a question on here, but I, I you know, I, cause I had mentioned I kind of struggle with kindness and I guess for me, it's always kind of like it, it, I know this sounds weird, but it sometimes like being kind, like makes me uncomfortable like with giving compliments or things, because I guess I'm always afraid that I might come off as insincere or, you know, my negative, my negative brain will make me think that, you know, they won't see it as kind. They think maybe I just want something from them or, or anything like that. And I guess, how do I get past that barrier to where um, I can feel more comfortable being kind to people? That's a great question. Um, and that's something that we've had people come up and talk to us about in the past at KindCo. Um, us on the exec board are not experts at being kind or being great people all the time either. I mean, we all have our days and we all make mistakes. Um, but to actually answer your question, I feel like if you're uncomfortable going out and doing it on your own, doing it with a group or starting small. So, I mean, you don't even necessarily have to be face to face with someone to be kind. I mean. You know, have you ever been in a McDonald's drive-thru and then the person in front of you pays? That's a great feeling. That's a, that's a great feeling. And even, like, that happened to me on a really bad day, and it switched my whole day around. I was like, wow, I didn't have to pay for my own chicken nuggets. Like, that's a great feeling. And I don't even know, I don't know who that person was, and I don't imagine they knew me. They might have, I don't know. But you don't have to be face-to-face to be kind. And, like, you know, so you can do it in person, you know, paying for the person behind you, you know, giving your waiter or waitress an extra tip, you know, something like that. You can also do it online. That's something a lot of people, you know, a lot of people talk about how social media can be negative, which is absolutely true. And everyone, I, I still think everyone needs to be very careful on social media. But social media can also be used for good. You know, if you have a friend who, you know, like they look great in a picture or they just celebrated a big milestone or even a small milestone or they just got a haircut, you know, one thing, whatever. It's kind to go onto that post and be like, hey, great job, man. Or, hey, you look great. I love that haircut. Or where did you get that outfit? You look amazing in it, you know? Kindness doesn't have to be in person. It can totally be virtual, totally be online. And it doesn't have to be face-to-face if you do want to do it in person. And that's, I feel like that's a great way to get started, especially if you're nervous about doing it in person, you know, if you're worried about how people will perceive it, kind of doing it almost anonymously or almost like not face to face where they might not know that it's you. I feel like that's a great way to start. Yeah, that's that's mostly how I do it. I, I do my acts of kindness, like mostly anonymously or or online. Yeah, and so, that's great. Yeah. But I, I, well, I guess I'm still a kind person, though, even though like. Because I think also, too, it's just like, I don't want to do, I, I I don't know, I guess I kind of also just like kind of hate getting the attention of it, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I don't, I don't want to be perceived as like a narcissist or like somebody who's like, like a, well, like kind of like a teacher's pet, like somebody yeah. or anything like that. I don't know. But I also think, you know, with being uncomfortable with, like with some people who are uncomfortable with being kind, I also think that it comes from like trust issues too. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, 
especially like how, or and also just like how people are raised too it, it depends um uh but yeah because i i kind of like struggle with trust issues and so which kind of like prevents me from getting kind of attached to people so yeah that makes sense i mean i just something that i thought of while you said is like you're worried about how you'll be perceived and i completely understand that um being the president of a club all about kindness definitely puts a little pressure on about how I'm perceived and how I behave at all times, you know. Even on my bad days, I feel like I have to be upbeat, and that's not realistic. But um, for as for the way you perceived, have the way that I think about it is I've never been upset when somebody gave me a compliment. I've never thought, like, you're doing this to feel good. I, You know, I feel like, oh, like, you, you actually feel that way about me, and that makes me feel good. And, you know, I just think that the little acts of kindness, you know, the people on the other end, I feel like, there's a lot of stress behind doing events and behind kind of putting yourself out there, but you kind of have to think about it from their shoes. Like, would you feel that way if somebody gave you a compliment? Most no. of the time, no, you'd, you'd feel happy, you know, you'd be excited. Like, you know what, I do look good today, thank you. Um, so I think just kind of thinking kind of like from their point of view is something that's important. Um, but I understand where you're coming from. It, it can be a little scary for sure. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to ask this, but uh, how, so how long have you been the president of the Kindness Commission? Oh, um, I became president of the Kindness Commission. Um, so we do exec voting at the end of every year. So technically, I was um, brought on as president at May of 2020. May of 2021. Yeah, I did okay. think school year is all messed up. But yeah, this is my first year as president. Nice. Um, the year prior, so the... 2020-2021 school year, um, I was secretary, so I ran all the social medias, printed the flyers and stuff like that. But yeah, this is my first year as president. Nice. How do you like it so far? I really enjoy it. Nice. I really enjoy it. I enjoyed being secretary too. I love like running the social media and doing flyers and stuff, but I also love being president. I think it's so cool. I get to meet so many new people. Um, and not just students either, you know, I interact with professors all the time too, asking kind of like the stuff they need, you know, we do professor-based events as well. Um, so it's really cool, I get to meet a lot of new people, I get to like share my ideas and hear everyone else's ideas, so I really enjoy it. Do you think kindness is in decline in today's world? That's definitely a big question. Um, I read that question, you know, whenever you sent me these, and I was like, that's a, that's a big one. <laughs> And I think it's a complicated answer. I, I don't think I can give you just a yes or a no because there's definitely in some aspects, yes, but also in some aspects, no. Like, you know, for example, like over the pandemic, I feel like there was a lot of hurt. But to meet that hurt, there was also a lot of kindness. There was a lot of, do you need food? I can drop it off at your house. Or do you need something? Like, I'll bring it to you. Do you need extra? Like, do you need masks? I have extra. Like, I feel like there was a lot of kindness met where there's a lot of hurt, and I think that that's always been true. I feel like there's always been, the more hurt there is, the more people reach out to kind of meet it halfway, you know? And the hurt is still there, yeah. you know? People are still struggling from the pandemic, and there's a lot of hurt from when we got sent home, a lot of emotions and a lot. Yeah. <laughs> from when we all got sent home. There's still a lot there. It's something that I still struggle with thinking back on those times. Like, those were hard. But like I said earlier, 
it's met with a lot of kindness, like my boyfriend bringing me a coffee cake or, you know, my mom picking flowers and bringing them into my room for me while I'm, you know, studying for three tests at the same time. Like, there's a lot of hurt in today's society for a lot of reasons, but there's also a lot of kindness to meet it, a lot of help to meet it. So I definitely think it fluctuates sometimes. Um, But to answer your question, kind (laughs) of, but... I think there will always be enough kindness. I feel like enough people will always be there, ready to help, ready to do whatever they need, even if it's just like a text saying, I'm thinking of you, like you're in my thoughts, you're in my prayers, you know, sending good vibes your way, sending good luck your way, whatever the circumstance. I mean, a lot of us have been in, you know, something where we had a competition, band, choir, uh, a sport, you know, whatever. And you know, I always know that I would always do one last phone check right before I went out on stage. And I always had a good luck text waiting for me from my mom or my grandma or my best friend. There was always someone there to give me kindness, give me a little extra good luck, which made me, I feel like, perform better on the stage. And so I definitely feel like there is hurt and there is a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> but the more hurt there is, I feel like there's a lot of kindness meeting it as well. Yeah, and I, I definitely agree with that because 2020 was a chaotic year for sure but um but i i know this sounds strange but i love 2020 more than 2021 just because it seemed like people cared more last year you know especially like with with everything going on you know um and i remember when uh quarantine had happened Mm -hmm. Because I remember, I remember seeing, like, the good things, you know, like, in the news that people would have. And I remember, like, uh, John Krasinski oh, had yeah. some good news. Oh, I loved that. <laughs> so, there's, I mean, even though, like like you said, like, even though there, there was so much pain, I think with these different big events, it brings, like, solidarity. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. It brings us, like, more together. And then once those issues kind of like go out of the news cycle and then everything kind of goes back to like normal, like kind of like, like, well, we're not back to normal, I guess, like this year, but yeah. <laughs> it's still, but this year is still different from last year. Mm-hmm. It, then it feels, I don't know, there's something that I don't like about it because then it just feels like this, like, like how it was before the pandemic began. You know what I mean? That does make sense. I mean, it's no longer such a grand scale yeah. because there's not yeah. as much hurt, not as much people, you know, kind of on their own, I feel like. So I totally understand where you're coming from, but I feel like now that we are able to kind of like, you know, like we're here on masks and, you know, some of the university's guidelines have come down for masking. Um, yeah. I feel like now that we can kind of start to meet again, that in my opinion, as much kindness isn't needed right now because you can meet with your friends and yeah. hang out and you don't need people to reach out as much because right. I just bumped the mic sorry because um, you can reach out and you know hang out with your friends you don't need somebody to text you and be like hey I hope you're okay I'm thinking about you so yeah. like I said it kind of fluctuates but I totally understand what you're saying yeah because um I don't know that's just always kind of like how, how I feel like it seems like people only care like when like like a big tragedy happens because I don't know, I feel like it should, it should like, how um, people are spreading kindness and, like, in the quarantine. I just think, like, that's kind of how it always should be. Like, I think it we should always be kind of, like, consistent with that. But 
I agree. Um, counterpoint, I had a lot more free time during the quarantine than I do now. Like right yeah. now, I'm in five organizations, so I don't have as much time to be able to reach out. I'm also in a totally separate community now. Like I was home, very small town over quarantine. Um, and now I'm in Springfield, which is not a small town no. <laughs> at all. Um, so I do understand what you're saying about there's no more kind of grand scale kindness. Um, but there is still small kindness, everyday kindness. You know, it's not as big, but it's still there. So what can we do to make this a kinder world? Especially like, you know, um, just to go off like the last question I asked, like the... Um, polarization of everything and like like what can we do to ensure that we have a better future i'm gonna say a quote that doesn't sound like it relates but it relates i promise i'll i'll i promise it relates there's i i try to be pretty sustainable um ecologically wise i didn't phrase that right but you know what i mean yeah i i try to be pretty eco-friendly might be the better phrasing there um and I was looking at quote. I was looking at like ideas to be more eco friendly, and I came across uh, came across this quote, which is um, sustainability is only sustainable if it's sustainable for you, which says the word sustainable so many times. Um, but it really resonated with me because that's true for a lot of things, not just um, like sustainability, not just you know kind of being eco friendly. I think that's also true for kindness. So if you replace kindness in there, kindness is only sustainable if it's sustainable for you. So I think that kind of like doing your best but not pushing yourself to go out and kind of like make somebody stay a little better, whether that be anonymously like we talked about earlier or whether that be more face-to-face like kind of the events we do at the Kindness Commission. Um, I think kind of working on a personal level to kind of like reach out to those around you because if you kind of think of it there's a name for this. I don't remember what it is, though. Like, where I affect you, you affect two other people, and then each of them affect two, you know? So maybe if I'm kind to you, then you'll feel good, and you'll feel kind, and you'll be able to spread that to two other people, and then chain reaction. Yeah. Chain reaction. That's the one. Um, so I definitely think starting with one person and then moving on to another, just kind of taking your time making it sustainable for yourself for your social battery for kind of your comfort level um and of course that's something that can expand as you go on but i feel like pushing yourself to uh, go out and hand compliments out to people or uh, you know kind of the stuff like that you shouldn't push yourself too hard i think you kind of have to start with something you're comfortable with maybe start with somebody that you're comfortable with start with you know telling your best friend that their hair looks great or telling your mom that you love her soup or something like that. Starting on a one-to-one basis and then slowly growing, I think is the best way to make a kinder world. And you know, one person's difference, one person isn't gonna make a huge difference in the entire world because that's so many people. But it can make a difference in a community. It can make a difference to one person. And you know, if I do it and you do it and you know, everyone who listens to this podcast does it and all of their friends do it, then, you know, that's a lot of people who's smiled at least one extra time, who's had at least one better day than they might have had before. So I definitely think that while it may not be such a huge, grand-scale thing, I think starting small is the way to go. Yeah. Because then it'll just get bigger and bigger. Exactly. 
Um, before we go, I want to ask you two last questions that we ask everyone. All right, hit me. What is something that has brought you immense joy today? Can it be something a little silly? Yes. Okay. Um, a YouTuber that I really like is um, going to be streaming a horror game, and she never plays horror games. She's very friendly, very family friendly. And she already warned us, like, this is not going to be a family-friendly scream. I'm going to be so scared the entire time. So I'm super excited to watch that just because, like, I love her videos. And um, so I'm excited to watch her play a scary game, especially because I love Halloween. So watching people play scary games is something I enjoy. And now it's a YouTuber I enjoy. So that's something I'm really excited for. <laughs> Who's the YouTuber? Um, it's Gemini Tay. She's a Minecraft YouTuber, a little silly, I know, don't, don't, don't judge me, um, but I really enjoy her videos, she's very, like, oh, like, this is something cool, let's try it, and, like, listens to, like, like, we'll pull random comments out and be like, we're gonna try this, because I think it's cool, um, and is very interactive with her audience, and I think it's super cool, so I'm very excited to watch her play a scary game. <laughs> um, what's something that you need to work on? Personally? I kind of need to work on not letting a bad situation ruin my day. Um, this is something we were talking about earlier, but my car recently broke down um, and had smoke coming out of it, which was scary. Um, but like after that happened, like I was fine. I was totally fine. Me and the other person in the car got out. We were fine. There, was, Nothing exploded. <laughs> there was no damage to anything in the car. Everything was fine. My car got towed to a mechanic. That's a whole nother story, but, um, so we were fine, but, like, the next, like, two or three days, I was like, man, my car is broken at a mechanics, and that really stinks, and I really let it bring me down for a couple days, and it's like, that did happen, and it did stink, and it was scary, but it's done, you know? Yeah. I can't go back in time and make my car not smoke, and make my car not break down, you know? It's just something that happened, and it's something I can't change, it's out of my control, and I need to learn to let that go a little bit. Just things like that. I can't, I, I let bad situations get me down a little bit. Um, and so that's definitely something I need to work on. Not letting one situation affect my entire, you know, day or two days. Yeah. So. I, I definitely agree with that. That's something mm -hmm. I need to work on as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It was yeah. such a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. And uh, please, uh, for our audience, please support the Kindness Commission. Thank you so much. We do have an Instagram um, at kindcomsu. It's on the back of my shirt, but you can't see the back of my shirt. Um, and you have Facebook as well. Too, we right? do. Yeah. Yes, we actually have two Facebook pages. We're trying to figure out why. Um, so join both of them until we figure out what's going on. So yeah, please follow us. We talk about our events. We have our meeting schedule and everything. But yeah, feel free to come join us anytime you want. Yeah. yeah. And uh, thank you so much uh, to our audience for watching and listening. And uh, for more content, please subscribe to Your Self-Help Quest on Apple and Spotify. <laughs> and uh, I hope you all have a very beautiful day, and make sure to take care of yourselves. Peace.